it's interesting if you see that in the beginning over here in this portion, the Bahar, uh, it says, what does it mean when it says it should be to you a Sabbath unto God, it says, right? Mm-hmm. Where does it say that? Right here. In, in, Sabbath to God. Number two. In number two. And then again, it says the second time, and then number six, what does it say? Uh, uh, no, no, not number, number two. Uh, and number four. But in the seventh year there shall be a Sabbath observed by social work. Sabbath from work. A Sabbath to God. Sabbath to God. What does a Sabbath to God mean? Why are we saying here, why are we calling it a Sabbath to God? Now this already talks about, this involves already, what is the other Sabbath that we observe? This is a Sabbath that we observe for what? Oh yeah. A whole year Sabbath. It's a sabbatical year. Mm-hmm. But usually the Sabbath is what is just one day. Mm-hmm. Now, with regards to the regular Shabbat or the Sabbath, right, we also say that it should be a Sabbath to God. What does it mean, a Sabbath to God? Well, you know, people take off from work like once a day, they don't want to, they don't work. But that's not necessarily a Sabbath to God. That's just to take a break from work, right? To take a day off, you know, to, uh, you know, stop what you're doing. Same thing is, sometimes people will leave the land one year uh, without uh, doing any work in order for the energy to build up again in the ground, right? So mm-hmm. that they can do the produce. That's not a Sabbath to God. Sabbath to God means to declare and to realize that this is a testimony that God created the world in six days and he rested on the Sabbath. Because the whole idea of the Sabbath is a testimony, is a, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a sign. And it tells us when we rest on Shabbos, we have to rest because we realize that God rested on the Sabbath and God created the world in six days. In a similar way, when we're observing the sabbatical year, it's not just, you know, like people take a sabbatical to take a year off. It is for the purpose to uh, recognize that it was uh, Hashem's creation of the whole world. The years correspond to the days of the week. Now, just like the regular Shabbos, right, we utilize it for family time, for spiritual time, for inspiration, for getting together for uh, helping us become closer to Hashem. The same thing is in the sabbatical year. People didn't look for uh, vacations or attractions or things to do, but they would actually use that seventh year for a time to uh, re-energize themselves with their commitment to to the study of Torah, to prayer, to spirituality, to mitzvahs, to to just to connect to Hashem. Essentially, you know, we have two parts. You know, we have the weekday part and we have the Shabbos part. We have our soul, which is basically uh, the Sabbath within ourselves. And then we have our regular physical needs, our human needs, which are like the weekday. And, you know, we eat and drink and and do the things as humans sleep and do the things as humans do. Uh, That's the weekday in us. So it's very interesting, if you look at the beginning of the verse, when do we do the sabbatical years? Before the seven year? You first work for six years and then you rest? 
or you rest first and then you work for six years. So take a look in the verse, what is the order he says? Speak to the sons of Israel, you should rest the Sabbath to Hashem. But what, wait a minute, they haven't worked yet for the six years, why are they starting off with the Sabbath? Yeah, then only afterwards in verse 3 he tells you about that you should work for six years, right? For six years you should sow the ground. Because this tells us that although in the order first you work and then you rest, but the importance, even while you're working, you have to know it's all really for the Sabbath. Uh, it's all for the spiritual, because to take the mundane, to take the physical, you start with the Shabbos, because the Shabbos is the key, that's the focal point, that's the main, what a Jew lives for. Uh, there's also the law, like we say, in the, in the, the, the a, whole, a whole week, a, a person, it says in the Ten Commandments, that you got to remember the day of the Sabbath, all days of the week. So the Sabbath is sort of the key, uh, important thing throughout the week. There is uh, actually uh, two sages which say, uh, in the olden days it was a little different than today, but he says if a person would go in the, in the market and uh, he see like a good piece of meat or a... Uh, uh, something very uh, special treat, he'd say it's for Shabbos. So even though it's Sunday, you just keep it, we're going to put it away for Shabbos. When it comes, uh, and then if he goes Monday, and he sees something nicer, so he says, okay, I'll leave that for Sunday for the weekday, and I'm going to get it. And so on, a whole week you're remembering the Shabbos, because you're always buying for the Shabbos. The other opinion says, no, no, you don't have to prepare... Hashem will give you before the Shabbos, so it's okay. But nevertheless, we say in our uh, prayer, uh, when we say the, um, the the day, every day we have a specific song, we say, Hayom Yom Rishon Bashabas, Sheni Bashabas. Shabbos means a week, but it's in the Shabbos because it's all about the first day to the Shabbos and the second day to the Shabbos. It's all about the Shabbos, it's about the rest. And that's the day that everything is elevated, whatever we do through the week. And also Shabbos gives the blessings for the whole week. And, uh, you know, lots of times we have to look and pay attention and to see how, you know, the Shabbos gives us all the blessings. And it's, uh, and it's actually, um, I was once talking to, uh, to an individual, you know, who, um, who had a, uh, he had a store, you know, and, and he was, um, you know, a lot of his business was in Shabbos, you know, that was when he was, but he, he really felt that he wanted, mm-hmm. you know, he came from a traditional family, he wanted to keep the Shabbos. Mm-hmm. But he said, but how could I keep the Shabbos? He says, I'm going to lose all these money, I can't, I can't survive without it. So, in, in, in the halacha it says that one cannot really enjoy or benefit from any work that you do on Shabbos. In other words, if you earn money on the Shabbos, that money is not beneficial to you. So, but, but well, we count up the receipts, but... If you just kind of look at each day is one thing, but if you look at the whole picture, it's a different story. In other words, uh, sometimes you know you earn a lot of money, but then you spend it on doctor's bills, mm-hmm. or you 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 end up paying taxes, or you get audited by the. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's not the thing that you the receipts that you take in mm-hmm. that particular day. You got to look at the whole picture. So, you know, I was saying to him, and you know, eventually he uh, he did close, and uh, he, yeah. Uh, yeah, he closed. I mean, again, I wasn't the only. I wasn't. I didn't tell him, but you know, I encouraged him sort of to say that, you know, that you you'll see that Hashem will send you His blessings, and you know, 
And Baruch Hashem, you know, he's, he's, doing, he's doing okay, and he's, he's happier, and uh, the family's happier, and guess what? Now he's home for Shabbos. <laughs> but as a practical matter, who really yeah. does, I mean, stores are all, I mean, uh, forget about the Saturday, let's talk about the year. People don't shut their stores for a year. Oh, you're, 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 you're yeah. Now in Israel, now this, does, this is really, uh, most of these uh, laws will apply, you know, this applies to the land of Israel. Uh, in Israel is where the obligation is uh, the land, meaning the land of Israel that has to rest. Not outside of Israel, the land doesn't have okay. to rest. There's no sabbatical over there. Really? So the shemitah is really in Israel, right? Now, but in Israel, there's also you know there's ways of getting around certain things. Now, there's a lot of Jews that have agriculture; that's mm-hmm. their livelihood, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and of course, you know, they won't observe the Torah. But there's mm-hmm. always a way of getting around certain things. So there is like ways of getting around, like, um, so what they do is they sell it like to a non-Jew. There's, there's different ways of doing it so that it turns out that that field is not owned by a Jewish person. So the Jewish person may not work, do the work, but there's somebody else doing it. I mean, there's different halachic ways of doing it. But that is, you know, in modern times it is sometimes a problem. But it's very interesting as the Pasuk talks about the Hashem, they promises you that you will get all the blessings even though you're not going to sow the ground and, mm-hmm. and God promises them that if you listen and you, and you don't work Hashem says on the days before on the years before He will send you the blessings for all the following years so basically it says, Hashem says trust me that if you do what I tell you to do then I will send you the blessing mm-hmm.